Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Truth Talks TV. In this episode, we are talking about how to be free from fear. Hmm. Many times when you think about fear, you think about anxiety. Ooh, I can't do this. Scary movies. Ah, roller coasters. In my case, roller coasters. But how do you truly become free from fear? Join us in this episode as we talk about it. Hey guys, hey. welcome to another episode of Truth, Truth Talks, Talks TV. Today, we're mm-hmm. talking about something scary. Scary? Something scary. <laughs> well, freedom from fear. That's what she's basically yeah. saying. Scary. 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 So, what is fear? Fear. We hear that word all the time. Yes. But what is yes. fear? Yes. How could we actually define it? Why don't we actually look it up for the people? We could. Do you want to do that? Or yeah. do you want to give your opinion? Well, I can share what I think, and then okay. we can give them the official definition. The, the official. Because we want to give you what uh, the official definition says in the book. Good old Merriam Webster. See Mariam what you guys say. Merriam Smart. Okay. So when I think about fear, I think of fear as uh, nervousness, or it could, or it could manifest itself as nervousness, anxiety, or um, not wanting to do or be or operate in a certain way based upon the thought that something could go wrong mm-hmm. or something could be um, not go as planned mm-hmm. or being uh, or feeling or a limitation mm-hmm. to not do something or move forward in something out of fear or out of, um, I won't say fear, but out of a thought pattern that it will not go as successful yeah. as desired. Yeah. So it's a limiting thought. It's, a, um, it's, it's powerful because it can actually stop people from moving in the direction yeah. that God has called them to move in. Yes. So what Murray and God say? So, uh, Reverend Apostle Bishop Miriam <laughs> Webster the third says the third <laughs> yeah. She said, or he said, because is it a she or he? But anyway, um, I they said, Miriam Webster. Okay, that's cute. <laughs> so, uh, the definition of fear is an unpleasant, often strong emotion mm-hmm. caused by anticipation or awareness of danger, mm. anxious concern profound reverence and awe especially toward god hmm. yeah reason for alarm so we know that the one that we're talking about today is not the reverence towards yes. god because we're talking about in fear of god reverencing him but we because we don't want to be free from that we right. want to reverence we want him. to reverence <laughs> well, yes. god we want to fear the lord <laughs> yes okay he don't play he's loving <laughs> he is loving but the boy don't play he said the boy <laughs> he don't play Okay. Oh my goodness! But as it relates to, I like what you actually. Can you read that that sure. last part of the the? I think it's right there about danger. Okay. Anticipation. Uh, uh, okay. Yes. Yes. An unpleasant, often strong emotion caused mm. by anticipation or awareness of danger. Interesting. Mm-hmm. So, let's say I have to perform on stage. Mm-hmm. Is there any danger in that? Um, let's no. say I have to exactly. So I'm thinking like when people fear stuff, after stuff don't even involve danger. I'm saying the thing I like. I mean, I mean, I'm just thinking because that definition talked about danger, right? Now I know there was another one you read. I think towards the end, yes. Um, um and uh, anxious concern, 
an anxious reason. Concern. Okay, so that's yeah. I think more reason of the, for alarm. I think that's more of the the definition that we would um, I guess connect to for situations yeah. outside of danger. Well, I think danger. that there's different variations for a fear for people. Right. You right. know, because it's not always danger. Yeah, that's just it's one. not always danger, but right. for some right. it right. is. Yeah, right. it is because mm-hmm. it's like, oh no, when I get up on the stage, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna panic. I'm gonna sweat. I may fall out. And I actually right. remember recording one time with a I was in middle school. I think it was that little. The Glee Club or something musical, some musical, and the boy beside me, the lights that were shining on him, he actually had mm-hmm. a seizure while we were singing because of fear. No, I think he had. I can't remember what it was, but because of that, it affected me. Okay. So I was like, "Oh my god!" You know, I'm singing. This is like I'm in middle school. He had a seizure because of the way that I don't know if it was the light shining on mm-hmm. him or something, but he started having a seizure beside me. So I actually started to fear. Being on stage, musicals, when bright lights are shining, something's going to happen to somebody. Mm-hmm. Somebody's going to fall out because mm-hmm. that was what I was first exposed to. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, wow. And I'm a kid. Mm-hmm. So that's where my fear kind of started from that. And I had to realize, like, people are not going to pass out all the time, Nicole. Right. But as a kid, and anybody but that's beside your truth you. about fear. That was at that time. Yeah. And I was terrified because I was like, uh, did this just really, did this just really happen? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, do I keep singing? Do I stop? What mm-hmm. do I do? Nobody saw it but me. And the person that was beside him. So wow. I'm like, what? Um, I know. it was uh, Exactly. And something so, like, okay. why are people still singing? The show should be stopped to get the boy So off the did scene. he get help for the Caesar? They did eventually after the song when they closed the stage. What school is this? Because <laughs> I'm trying to process I know, the I child. Know. Just, well, I was right. about to so that demonstrate. Was, God forgive me. Don't, I'm don't, sorry. Don't, don't. <laughs> anyway. That was traumatic for me. And so wild. it turned into a fear. And I'm like, um, is this is this normal? I mean, I'm like good old 11, 10, 12 maybe. So, yeah. I'm just still trying to process they let the child have a seizure on stage and didn't do nothing. Yeah, they closed the curtain and did it. But I was like, um, y'all could have just closed that joint and took them. Like, just like get the kid, you know. Sorry, guys. Sorry for the show. We'll deal with it later. Like, pause, whatever. But, yeah. And that's why I was terrified. Like, Mm. Because I had never seen a seizure before, so I didn't know what it was. Yeah, it is pretty traumatizing. Yeah, and I'm on stage singing. Yeah. Kid. And they just letting him have a seizure. But, okay, let's just move past that because I still don't understand. I don't understand either. But um, there's something actually that comes to mind that I've heard growing up, and it was an acronym for fear. And the older I've gotten, the more I disagree with it. And it's said a lot in church. They say fear stands for false evidence appearing real. And I feel like that's false. Now, this is my truth. I feel like it's false because what scares me or what I may be fearful of is real to me. So how is it false evidence? Like if I'm afraid to, if I was in in a car accident and I'm afraid to drive again, how is that false evidence when I was in an accident? And so I'm affected by ever getting behind the wheel and I have a fear. So how does that, how do you say, or how can one say that this is false when that fear is very real? Hmm. Interesting. I like that perspective because I never thought about it that way. I think what people, because you're going off of a prior experience. And so I think what people are thinking is the false evidence is the thought in your mind before it happens. Meaning for that next situation that's about to happen or whatever you're thinking. But you're going off of a prior reference. So you're saying because this has happened, I am fearful that it could happen again. And that's exactly where my thoughts were. Singing on the stage in a musical. Ooh, this might have a seizure. I'm terrified. Right. 
So I guess what people are thinking is maybe for new things or new situations. Yeah. Like you never I did don't it agree before. With it though. And you, I mean, but I don't really agree Because I think either. fear is just real to you. Like right. whatever your your fear is, whatever my fear is, or our viewers, whatever your fear is, is real to you. And of course, where the purpose or the point of us having this discussion is to abolish fear because fear paralyzes you, but right. it's real to you. Right. So how do you get past the realness of the fear where you're not fearful anymore, but you're progressing and you're conquering your fear? And I like how you said that because the issue is too, it's a twofold issue. Telling somebody that it's not real when it is real to them. And then secondly, not being bondage to it. Right. So you have to accept the truth that it is real to yes, them. It's and then real secondly, to them. now and how do they empathy. come out of that? Ex- exactly. Yeah, that's empathy. A lot yeah. of people, because it's not my issue, you can't understand it. And so you're not empathizing with me because it's not your issue. Right. And, and it, it, it doesn't to exist me. to you because right. it exists to me, but it don't exist to you because you're not feeling what I felt. And even if it's something like, even taking away the whole accident uh, or whatever, I just feel like people have fear and their fears are real to them. And yeah. I'm not condoning it that you should keep right. it. We're not saying keep yeah, it. We're just but, saying, we're saying to, to acknowledge that it's yeah, real. Acknowledge yeah, that because that could be real. A and I think that's the, the first people. step, like acknowledging, because yeah. some people don't want to admit, I'm afraid of heights or uh, I'm afraid to get on the, the expressway or, yeah. you know, or I'm afraid to drive past a cemetery where I used yeah. to be afraid to do that but I used no. to be afraid to cross a bridge or drive across a bridge we used to hear all those things don't step on the crack when in the sidewalk yep. and all kinds of things like something gonna happen and remember the whole Freddy Krueger thing mm-hmm. and all of that thing and yep. looking in the mirror then bloody Mary all oh, being, yeah being afraid to go to the that. bathroom at school because of the candy man and the bloody Mary and stuff don't like look that in the mirror too long mm-hmm. and if it's uh what was it number 13 and all just all of these things yep. and there's so many phobias out there and these are real to these people mm-hmm. you know as a sp- teaching in the classroom as a special educator they were real yes. to these people yes to the kids even test you i think a couple of episodes ago you mentioned test and the, the, the timing mm-hmm. time test it it Gives you anxiety yeah, because the thought of am I going to finish in time? I have a fear that I won't complete it or right. I'll fail. Fear of failure. Real to me. It was real to you. Absolutely. The fear of success. That's a big thing. That's real to people. It is. You know, so you can't you can't downsize or make someone's fear small because you have no understanding of it. There you go. You and I feel like we're all called to help one another to conquer our fears like not browbeat not judge not put anyone down for what their fear is but find ways to help somebody i agree i totally agree with that so you know like we were saying being able to accept that it is real to someone we're not condoning it we're not saying Mm -hmm. stay there we're just saying have empathy yes and know that it is very much real just because it's not your fear doesn't mean it's not a real thing i know some people that are fearful of water Mm mm-hmm Yes, yes. That's a real fear. There's so many types of phobia. So how do we become free from that? I guess that's the topic for today. Mm -hmm. How do we become free from the bondage of fear? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. I feel like it's a process. Like, it doesn't happen overnight. You don't just wake up like, oh, my God, I can go cross over a bridge. Like, for me, I I used to have dreams all the time of driving across a bridge and it collapsing. Mm -hmm. Just a dream maybe a figment of my imagination, but it caused me to like literally tremble and not, like my stomach would be nauseous. I would like close my eyes driving across a bridge, but we had an opportunity to do a stage play and it was across a big old bridge, the Chesapeake Bay. And I'm like, okay, God, you open this door. So I gotta go across this bridge multiple times. And so that's when I conquered my fear. And I feel like keeping in mind 
what is the the goal so here's the fear is on one side and the bridge in between is you conquering your fear but on the other side is the victory so you can't just stand in fear if you want to be victorious oh that's good that but getting so good. to that that part is not like oh it's going to happen just like that mm-hmm. you got to pace yourself you got to encourage yourself you got to speak the word over yourself you need people in your corner that's like you can do this you know you can conquer your fear and even if you even if you for me I when I when I crossed the bridge for the first time I felt good I was like oh yeah I'm happy but doing it again it was like mm, are you sure I gotta yeah. do this again so I feel like it's a it's a process like you some people come out of their fear immediately and other people it takes them time but everybody, we're all on a different path and a different pace in our life. Yeah, you're absolutely right. It's it's all process, and, you know. And we're not saying process to involve to imply that it's a long thing. Mm-hmm. It's more of a how long it takes you. Yes, you know, it could take yes. you a day. It could take mm-hmm. you fifteen times. It, it could be frequency. It could be time. It's process. And so one of the things that I love that you said was fear is on one side, victory is on the other. And so to get from one to the next, mm-hmm. you can't be in both places at the same time. Right, right it's impossible. Right. So um, you can't be victorious and fearful. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I think about, uh, I don't know the specific term for this, but it's it's a way that we use in, um, not we, but um, Mm -hmm. I accompanied um, a student of mine to therapy. Mm -hmm. And I believe it's called exposure. Mm -hmm. Basically, the point is that it exposes you to the thing Mm -hmm. that you're fearful of. So little by little, little by little, Mm -hmm. you know, like when people are scared of germs or Mm -hmm. dirt, Mm -hmm. you know, they'll put them like just a little, they'll give them a little bit so they can kind of be in that environment Mm -hmm. to almost help them see like it's not going to hurt you mm-hmm. yes mm-hmm. we don't like it but mm-hmm. here touch some dirt mm-hmm. how does it make you feel mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying like yeah. are you dying are you yes. dead yet yes. no you're not yeah. you know or here's water touch it feel it mm-hmm. so on your skin mm-hmm. move it around yeah. so just little by little by little so they're like it's okay it's mm-hmm. okay and that's what you did with the bridge yeah. you went across it once so then in the second time you probably weren't eager to get across it but you're kind of like mm-hmm. that's not so bad i can i can i can do it yeah i can do it then yes. the second then the third then the fourth and it was like look i'm about to go across this bridge yeah. like i got this yes. you know and it, so you've changed the narrative completely right. in your mind right your reality has shifted mm-hmm. because your experience now is no longer what was in that dream. Right. It's now you actually made it across. Right. So now you have a reference point yes. so that you can say, I can do this. Yes. And I am no longer going to be in bondage to the thing that was real. Mm-hmm. But now I have a new reality yes. because I know the, the another, a new truth. Right. In a sense. Right. Yeah. Right. I saw the other side and uh, it makes me, it makes me think about um, children. I feel like mm-hmm. kids are wild. <laughs> they gangster. Like when, like let's, is, let's take days. a two year old. The parents tell them, I, I don't touch the oven. The <sighs> oven is hot. They ain't had no fear. Like, they know True. what hot means. But I feel like children, we need to go back to having childlike faith. Yeah. And being as a child, I'm not saying just jump out there and do dangerous stuff, but they were fearless because they knew that their daddy or their mommy, had in our had. case, Abba, Abba Father, right. would come and scoop them up. But mm-hmm. kids, you know, they jump out of trees. They're kids. not afraid. Kids. I was just, it's funny, I was just looking at something my goddaughter did recently. She was standing on a box wow. of her pampas. And I'm like, Sis. baby girl, you just turned what? And Sis. she said that like this, going down, and she stood up, and she reached her arms up, and she was moving her hands around, and she squat back down. You know the little child's mm-hmm. play pose where they mm-hmm. like down, and then we, I don't think we could do it anymore, because no. it's like when you stand up, you're like, whoa, mm-hmm. wobbly. But their center of gravity is different. Mm-hmm. So she on this box, standing up, doing this. I said, I'm about to put you in go- a gymnastics, little girl. That's my baby girl. My goddaughter is so precious to me. Um, but I'm saying, like, 
I couldn't stand on no box. Now, granted, I'm about a whole hundred and some pounds more than her. But, <laughs> you know, it's just like the level of fear is just not there. Right, she right. was having fun. Mm-hmm. What if we had fun and enjoyed the things right. that God desires for yes. us to do? Or even if like if I, you know, I think I mentioned before about being on the monkey bars. Mm-hmm. I ain't really like monkey bars like that. Because I'm like, ooh, what if I swing and then I stop halfway through it? Don't make mm-hmm. it to the next one. Mm-hmm. Should I be in bondage to the fear that I'm not going to make it across? Right. Right. Or should I just jump out there and see what happens? Right. Like, yeah, think about all true. the other factors. There's mm-hmm. teachers out here. Mm-hmm. I got a mouth. I can say help. Mm-hmm. I can jump down because I'm not that far from the ground. So it's like we have safety nets. We yeah. have precautions. Mm-hmm. Even when you go ziplining. You know, I know that was one thing I did when I turned 30. Um, yeah, zipline. I love it. It's so, isn't it fun? It's very liberating. It's so fun. Very like, liberating. when you just let go, you know you got the harness I mean, the initial little drop is one mm-hmm. thing, but you just gliding across. Mm-hmm. And I don't like roller coasters, so I'm not a big woo woo woo. Mm-hmm. But if I'm just sliding across, it makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. Yep, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. You're gonna get off that little dip, and then you're just gonna glide across. Right, and you good, and you good, mm-hmm. and you just holding the harness. Right. I mean, I mean, it's just it's to me, and again, that could be somebody else's fear right. or thought, and right. I'm not trying to you know, make you feel bad for that. But I'm saying that was something that I originally did that I never right. knew. And when mm-hmm. I, it was so liberating when I did yes, it and yes. just the wind, the breeze mm-hmm. it, and you know, it, it just was like, wow. Yeah. And my we, 30th we, birthday. Right. That's amazing. It was fun. I want to do it again. I feel like for my 40th. you should, you should, or oh, you can do it uh, tomorrow, you know? Okay. Why not? I, I feel like oh, I would zipline. <laughs> I would jump out of a plane. I would you do see, it all. I couldn't do all of I that. Do it all. I don't think it's a well. Yeah, I guess the, I do want to do the little balloon, the parachute thingy. Yeah, um, yeah. But I'm just curious if you guys in the comments could name some things that you may have tried that you may have been fearful or thought you or fearful of at first. But once you did it, you were like, "That's not so I bad." I could have been did this. Yeah, like, wow. I could have been having so much fun mm-hmm. had I blocked out that thought that yeah. this could have hurt me or harm me. Yeah, you. and fear, that, that's the thing about fear. Um, it, it robs you of life and it prevents yeah. you from living. You know, you, you are afraid of the outcome because you fear the unknown. Ooh, you don't want to take a risk and see what's on the other side and you're just sitting letting life pass you by. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, we're here for you to get free from fear. Yes. Because there, there is freedom and, you know, you can overcome your fears. Yeah. One step at a time, one thing even if you write a list i challenge every listener to write a list of everything that you may be afraid of that scares you Mm. or things that you want to do that you're afraid to do write a list and mark it off one by one and even if you um your list is still full for the next two months that's fine at least you took the step of you wrote the list and at least try to take one thing assign yourself to one thing to conquer and let us know, inbox us, let us know that, hey, I drove today or, hey, yes, I uh, yes. did such and such. Let us know. We're, yes. we're cheering you on. And before we close out, I just want to end on a special note to pray for every single person who may have or may be currently dealing with or struggling in this area of fear. So, Father God, in the name of Jesus, we just pray that every single person, every listener, every person connected to Truth Talks TV at this time, Father, I just ask that you give them a level of strength, a level of boldness, a level of just a whole new reality, God, whether they may be in bondage to ter- night terrors or things in their dream that's creating a reality that's that's not 
conducive to what your word says. Father, we just pray that the truth of who you are be revealed to them, that you are their God, you are their Abba, their Father, you are their provider, their protector, that there is no fear in you because you have conquered all. Father God, I just thank you for for allowing your peace to saturate every single soul right now. And God, I just ask right now that you give them the strength to do something new, but more importantly, give them the strength to be obedient to you because sometimes our fear is connected to our obedience. We don't want to be obedient or step out because we fear we may make a mistake or we may fear success or we may fear that we let you down or we may fear that we don't do it right. So we come against that spirit of fear right now in the name of Jesus. No longer will we be in bondage. No longer will we struggle to be obedient to you. And so God, we just ask right now and declare victory for every single person in Jesus name we pray. Amen. Amen. This has been another episode of Truth Talks TV. Truth Talks TV. Thank you so much for joining us. Take care and see you next time.